Well, good morning and welcome to worship. This morning we are blessed for uh, our call to worship being done by Sharon, a beautiful song called He Touched Me. Good morning. Welcome to worship here at King of Kings. Do we have any first-time visitors brave enough to raise their hand because we just have a pamphlet that we give you. Oh, there's one back there. Um, it just says who we are and what we do here at King of Kings. And welcome to worship this morning, those brave ones and those less brave. Um, next Friday dance is on the 2nd, which is this Friday coming up. Music at five, food at five, music at six. Um, we do have an online QR code available in the insert that you can use on your smartphone if you prefer to, to give that way, or we'll take checks and cash too. Um, music jams are, at sat, are on Saturday at 1 p.m. Poinsettia order forms 
are in your bulletin, but they need to be returned by 3 p.m. on December 6th, which is not this Tuesday, but the following Tuesday, okay? Our next mobile pantry is on December 8th at 3 p.m. It's that time of year for those who would like to invite people to come to our Christmas Eve services. We have invitations that will be available. There are some available now, and there'll be more available as time comes. You decide when you want to give and when you want to give them out and who you would like to give them to. And unlike churches that sometimes complain that people only come on Christmas and Easter, I say, let's get some first-time visitors here on Christmas Easter. Maybe they'll decide they'd like to come, and they'll come full-time or more regularly. Um, Also, for those who had been forgetting their commitment cards, and last week when we did Commitment Sunday, we brought them up as long as with the, uh, the offering in the front, which was something different. But we will take these from now until whenever um, and put them in an envelope with your name on them and drop them in the offering plate. Nobody looks at them. This is between you and God. And you will probably get them back late next summer asking you to examine how are you doing with your commitment to God. Other than that, nobody else knows. Uh, Karaoke will be in Kyle Hall Friday, November 25th. Oh, that was last Friday, wasn't it? This past. So it's the fourth Friday of the month. Uh, do we have any other announcements for the good of the family? Yeah, Christine, come. I brought uh, two lists in. One of them is uh, we're going to set up a tree in the narthex for uh, <clears throat> items to collect for the homeless. On Christmas Eve, the tree will go out front um, for the people that are living outside on the streets. And uh, I have a list of example items that we'll be needing. The other item is uh, we have a state prison in Hernando County. They're doing a father-child event on December 19th. I brought a list of children and the ages and anything that could be donated, I need to check it in with security prior to December 14th. So if anybody would like to donate, I will uh, take those items on December 10th and get them checked in so that they can uh, get them all ready for the kids. Thanks. Thank you, Christine. A wonderful way of sharing your blessings with those who are less fortunate, both in the sense of those who are homeless or those who are incarcerated. To be a blessing to a child whose father is not able to do that is such a wonderful thing. So thank you, Christine, for bringing that up. Are there any other announcements before we begin? Yes, Chris? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, just a reminder for those that don't know, the community festival will be on December 3rd, and there are vendors come and support the church and do some Christmas shopping. Thank you. Thank you. Lee, was your hand up or was your hand up for Chris? Okay. Any other announcements? All right, then. Let us stand and sing the first verse of Come, O Come, Emmanuel, because today 
is the first Sunday of the new year, at least in the church. This is the first Sunday of Advent. So stand, and Linda, if you would do the honors of lighting one candle. The closest one... Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Beloved, now is the time to wake from sleep. Let us confront our sins and confess them to the one who is merciful and just. God of new beginnings, we confess that we have not welcomed your holy reign. We have strayed from your paths. We prepare for war instead of peace. We dishonor one another and your creation. Purify us with your refining fires and set us again on your way of love that we may bend fruitly of your repentance and welcome your coming among us. Amen. People of God, a new thing is growing in our midst, a tender branch, a living sign. By water and the Spirit, you are joined to this wonder. You have put on Christ, and your sins have been washed away. Rejoice in the way of the Lord. Amen. Amen.
the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Please join me in praying the prayer of the day. Stir up your power, Lord Christ, and come. By your merciful protection, save us from the threatening dangers of our sins and enlighten our walk in the way of your salvation. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from Isaiah. In days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest of the mountains and shall be raised above the hills. All the nations shall stream to it. Many peoples shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways and that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth instruction and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations and shall arbitrate for many peoples. They shall beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nations shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us read responsively Psalm 122. I was glad when they said to me, Let us go to the house of the Lord. Now our feet are standing. Within your gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city. To which the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord. The assembly of Israel to praise the name of the Lord. For there are the thrones of judgment. Pray for the peace of Jerusalem. May they prosper who love you. Peace be within your walls. And quietness within your towers. For the sake of my kindred and companions. I pray for your prosperity. Because of the house of the Lord our God. I will seek to do you A reading from Romans. Besides this, you know what time it is, how it is now the moment for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we became believers. The night is far gone, the day is near. Let us then lay aside the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us live honorably as in the day, not in reveling and drunkenness, but in debauchery and licentiousness not in quarreling and jealousy. Instead, put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. The word of the Lord.
The Holy Gospel according to Luke, the, 20, the Holy Gospel according to Matthew, the 24th chapter. Jesus said to the disciples, about that day and hour, no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. So too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together. One will be taken. <laughs> Excuse me. And one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this. If the owner of their house had known in part what night, known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake, for he had not let his house be broken into. Therefore, you must also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at, his une at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. That was a Florida sneeze. I've never adjusted to the change of pollens down here, and they just come on sometimes. Hopefully that's the only one. Do I have children here today? Yes, wonderful. You're welcome to come up too. I won't embarrass you because you haven't been here, but you're also welcome to come up. This message is for you though. Well, good morning. Did you have, how are you feeling better? I heard you had the sniffles. You're good, good, wonderful. So, and we have two more friends here. And this is Kyla and Leah, and you are? Alex. And Alex and Debbie, well, welcome. Now, I want you to look out there and see all those people out there. Let me tell you a secret about them, because I know we don't like change. Okay, <laughs> we, we, as adults, as older people, we don't, we get very comfortable with the way things are. But see, you have all an advantage because for you, life is nothing but change. Do you have the same teacher every year? You do have the same teacher every year? Then the same school? You haven't changed schools yet? Oh, you're homeschooled, so you have to do have the same teacher every year. Have you outgrown clothes this year and had to get new clothes because you outgrew your clothes and new shoes because they got bigger? So life has changed, regardless of, when you're young, life is always changing. Your tastes change. You like things more savory as you get older, as opposed to sweet. And you're used to that. Change is constantly happening. You're growing taller, so your bodies are changing. You're going from becoming being girls into adolescence into women, and all that brings change. And when you're young, change is that constant, and you're used to it. In fact, you want to change. You want to be able to grow up and move out into you have your own pace and find a career. You're looking forward to those change. When you get turned 16, what do you get to do sometimes? Drive a car, okay? These are all big changes. But see, you look out there. Those folks don't like those changes. <laughs> they like to, the way things are, they were comfortable. And you hear us talk about the good old days or when I was a kid. 
we are all lamenting our change. This is a season of change. We start Advent this morning. This is a new year, a new season, and we're in the midst of a lot of changes, both within the church and in the world. And as young people, you're going to be the ones that lead this, okay? So get used to changes. It's going to be that way for you too. So let's pray. Dear God, you're ever changing, but always still the same. And the world changes with the seasons as trees grow and get large and then die and fall as meadows flower and birds lay eggs and young birds hatch. The world is constantly changing around us, Lord. We are so thankful that we can hang on to you. We pray all this in Jesus' name and let you say, Amen. Amen. Thanks a lot. Thank you for coming. Oh, yes, I forget. Everybody gets to take something with them. So help yourself. One thing. Okay, you are too. Come on. That's a, that's, you, you came up. When I was 13, 14 years old, I, I wanted a record player. And I asked my parents, and they said, well, you're old enough to earn the money yourself. So I hired myself out to some neighbors, and I cut lawns, and I saved my money up, and I went and bought a record player. Um, and it would play the, the little seven-inch 45s, it would also play, I never had any this, the 10-inch records, but also play LPs. That was the age of the phonograph, okay? And I had that record player for a lot of years until I was given an eight-track tape player because, well, you know, you can't take a record player into the car, okay? And as a young person, I was traveling around a lot, I was driving around a lot, so I was given an eight-track tape player and I started buying less albums and more 8-track tapes because you could carry 8-tracks with you in the car. How many people had an 8-track tape player? So I went from the age of the phonograph to the age of the 8-track tape player. Now, what was the big annoying thing about an 8-track tape player, especially if you had long songs? Kathunk! It would change tracks, right? You'd be in the middle sometimes of a long passage and it would fade out and you hear kathunk and it would change. And also what happens if you left your eight tracks in the car when it was too hot or too cold? Oh. So eight track tape players gave way to a more compact, much more user friendly format that didn't have that four channel kathunk in it, the cassette player. So at some point, I went from the age of the eight-track tape player to the age of the cassette player, okay? And the cassettes were really convenient. You could get more in there, and there was no annoying kathunks in that. Well, eight-track tape players gave way to what? Compact discs. So we went from the age of the cassette player to the age of the compact disc. Now, some of you might be like me, more of a Luddite, technology resistant, I am still in the age of the compact disc. I have a compact disc player in the car, 
and I have compact disc portable player that works in my truck because I refuse to learn how to use my, well, they went to an iPod after that, the age of the iPod, and now it's in the phone. And my children, in their phone, my daughter says, I have 12,000 songs in my phone, and I just plug that into my car stereo, and I can listen to my whole music collection. So they're in the age of the music on the phone. My point in this is, is that ages come and go, okay? This scripture reading we read this morning is describing the end of an age. And unfortunately, the peace we have isn't as descriptive. Jesus is talking about the, in fact, it's even calling the end of the age. And we often confuse the end of the age with the end of all things. And in our lives, we have seen many ends of ages. My first big job was going around and fitting out the interiors of department stores because we were in the age of the mall. Because when I was a kid, if my mother wanted to go shopping, she either went into Norristown or into Jenkintown and shopped in these downtown areas. Well, the downtowns were replaced by malls. And where I lived, we had Plymouth Meeting Mall, we had Willowgrove Park Mall, we had King of Prussia Mall. And they were wonderful temples of commerce. Well, malls today are dying out. The end of the age of the mall is being preceded by the age of Walmart and Amazon. And it's right now, from the last article I met, read, is Walmart and Amazon are running neck and neck in this com competition for Black Friday sales. That is the age that we live in now, an age of transition and the end of the age of the shopping mall and the department store and the new age of who knows what. And we are also living through it in our society. And I want to talk about that and also how we're living through that in the church. And the way it has been explained, we lived in the age of theocracy and then in the age of modernism, and we're in the age of postmodernism now. Well, I think the age of postmodernism is coming to an end because it didn't satisfy anybody. And I think COVID-19 brought it on, and now we're coming into a new age that nobody knows what's going on. That's what a new age is all about. New rules are being uh, written down. And how is the church experiencing this? Well, in the last couple clergy gatherings that I've had, that I've talked with colleagues, the common thread is that people have not yet come back to church after COVID. That many churches are having more people watch online than actually come to church on a Sunday morning. We are actually more of the exception here because our numbers have stabilized and are actually coming back and have actually surpassed in some senses where we were before COVID. Most churches are really struggling to fill pews. It's the end of an age and that whole lockdown of COVID brought on something. Someone said, Tech we, our technology took us 10 years into the future and we were not ready for it because we were still 10 years in the past. Okay, and this is what's happened and things have changed. And here we are in a new year, a new advent, and rather than 
ignoring the change, I think we need to turn into it. And one of my complaints with Advent was, what have I said, George? Most of the songs are dreary dirges. It's like, oh, it's wintertime and we are cold and the food is running out and hope is running out and the days are getting shorter and the nights are getting longer and oh my, it's Advent. Seriously. How many can name a really uplifting and joyous Advent song? There's our music pro. How many, George? It's just the one I picked for today. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Low How a Rose is Fuming can be used, but that's more of a Christmas song. But most of them, dirges. So here we come into church at a new year. Now, how does society celebrate the new year? Revelry and excitement and parties and gathering together in Times Square and watching the ball drop. How does the church traditionally celebrate the new year? It's cold. The days are getting shorter. Everybody's mean. I got shopping to do and I don't know what to get. Really, guys, what are you going to buy your wife this year? I and mean, we've had the discussion this morning. She says, I don't need anything. And I said, yeah, that's not going to fly. Um, <laughs> but we know what happens. It's not a surprise on what's going to come on December 25th. And while the rest of the society is celebrating the holidays, is celebrating Christmas with parties and revelry and joy, we're in the church doing what? Singing dirges until Christmas carols. And then finally, now don't sing a Christmas carol early, folks. The rules are you cannot sing a Christmas carol till Christmas Eve, and then you have 12 days to sing Christmas carols, and then they go away. However, our radios do not provide that, do not stand by that rule. And what radio stations already started playing Christmas carols? That's why I still have a CD player in my car. <laughs> we know what the outcome is. We are going to receive our Savior. And this Christmas, this season, is a time of invitation for us to examine where we've been and how we do things. And one of the best ways of handling change, in fact, the only map for handling change is to steer right into that curve, to steer right into that bend and, and go with it. And that's why this year, because my grandchildren, God bless them, they have everything they need. They each have their, every one of them has their own room, has a whole crate of toys in their room to play with. In fact, most of them, parents recycle their toys around so they're always new and fresh. And there's a closet full of toys that are hidden away from those children until they get bored with the toys they have. They have closets full of clothing. Several of them have their own bathrooms. I mean, they have what they need. And yes, we will find them something interesting to give. But Christine gave me a wonderful idea because I know now that there are children whose fathers are not able to provide for them. And their mothers are probably working several jobs just to keep food on the table. So isn't it wonderful 
then rather than buying all these presents for my grandkids who don't need it, they really, more time with them spent together. We'll take them out to dinner. We're teaching them about new cuisines right now. But we can buy gifts for a one-year-old child, four of them, a two-year-old child, two of them, a three-year-old child, four boys, and two girls. And this list goes on and on. See, Christine. And some of that that you would have spent on grandchildren and children that they don't need to be able to give, like Jesus said, let your right hand not know what your left hand is doing. To be able to give where somebody else gets credit for that. Something that they didn't maybe deserve, but they get credit for being able to give their child a gift. Because really, and that's what we hang on to, we get forgiven and we don't deserve it. That's the whole message of that cross, that God loves us so much that the grace is there for us, not that we've earned it, but because God loves us. The gift is coming, the gift of grace, the light of the world is coming, not because we've earned it, but because God loves us so much. And all God asks us to do is to share that love with one another. This is but one way, the giving tree in the, the narthex, but another way. Share that love. This is the season. Amen.
In Christ, you have heard the word of faith, the gospel of salvation. We believe in him and are marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. Living together in trust and hope, let us confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, our Lord, Lord, who was conceived by the Virgin Mary, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And as we have those wonderful prayers printed, I invite you to take them home and use them. Those are wonderful, timely prayers. But as we've been practicing, the prayers of the people should come from the people as we are gathered here. So we do that in joys and concerns. So does anybody have a joy that they wish to share of where you've encountered the blessings of God this past week? Yes, Bob. I have the joy for George and the choir. Just beautiful and lovely every, every week. Yes, thank you. What a wonderful joy to have wonderful music to do with our... Another joy. We was on a cruise approximately two weeks ago for eight days, and there was a, a spa, and there was an acupuncturist, and uh, I went and had a did, and I, I went to three sessions, about 20 minutes each time, had needles stuck all through all through me, and uh, I've been I fell on, on April 3rd, April 4th, and I've just had a really tough time walking and balance 
and I, I don't know how many doctors I've been to, probably 10, and uh, they couldn't do anything. This guy did it. Okay, praise God. I don't want to use the word miracle, but it's real close. Any healing is a miracle. Whether it comes from regular medicine or alternative medicine, any healing is a miracle. Thank you for sharing, Roger. Other joys? My little 10-month-old was in intensive care in Albany Medical Center. Some kind of weird virus. Not COVID, not that other one going around, but okay. he's home. Okay, good. And he's back to normal. <laughs> okay. So praise the Lord. Yes. Yeah, I see you. I've, I've got one. Um, so my dad started building our bathroom around the first part of the month, and it's finally finished. Yay! <laughs> Anybody who's ever had a bathroom done, that is a joy when it is finished. <laughs> Other joys. How is Sandy? She had surgery. No, no, no word yet? Oh, yeah. Horrible. Horrible? Horrible. Okay, so we're going to say that for concerns. Okay. Yes, Sharon. I thank the Lord for the talent he has given my ability to sing. Amen. Thank you. Other joys? Thankful that Evelina's back in the service today. Yay, yeah, Evelina's back. Um, now we'll go to concerns. How's Gary? Well, he has his test tomorrow. Okay. So we'll okay. find out then. We'll keep Gary in our prayers, okay? And we're going to keep Sandy in our prayers that they find out what's going on with her, okay? And Joy, yes, I understand Joy has pneumonia. And we want to lift Joy up in prayers. When did that come on? Well, it actually started about four weeks ago, but she didn't go to the doctor until Wednesday. Okay. And uh, she sent her for x-rays and Okay. Well, and I was just sitting with her Wednesday night. She seemed fine. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. She always says That's true. Other concerns that we want to lift up. I want to lift up prayers of concern for all those congregations out there that are now struggling with half the people that they saw in worship before COVID. And as we are going through some sort of major change that experts have been talking about for a while and COVID just pushed it right through, that we learn new ways to be church. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank you for the bounty of the table this past weekend, both with food and family, and for all those gathered and the traveling mercies that got them together and got them home safely. Lord, we thank you for the blessings that have come in this season of new bathrooms and the, a wonderful choir and a wonderful worship service. 
Lord, we also lift up those. We lift up Sandy and we lift up Gary. May the medical people figure out what's going on, but we also lift up the prayers and miracles that you've poured into Roger's life in healing him. Lord, we lift up this congregation, Lord. May we learn a new way to be congregation to church ourselves. May we reach out to all those around us who have not and recognize that your first call to us is to feed the hungry and clothe the naked and visit those sick and in prison. Lord, you call us to be a congregation of love and you've shown us love in this. May we know this always. We pray all this in your son's name and let the people say, Amen. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. And also with you. Let us share a sign of Christ's peace among us. And after we've done that, work over to the sanitation stations because that nasty virus is still out there, folks.
Let us pray the offering prayer as one voice. Eternal God, you make the desert bloom and spread springs of water to the thirsty ground. Receive these simple gifts of bread, wine, and money, and make us messengers of your mercy and love for all in need of your healing and justice. We ask this through Jesus, Savior. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior, Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death in the grave and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. And so, with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. In that same manner, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for remembrance of me. Amen. Oh, we can do better than that. Amen. amen. There you go. That's the big amen, folks. And now, let us be so bold as to pray the words as our Savior has taught us. Our Father...
Please be seated. All are invited to this communion table. You may come forward when you're directed by the usher to receive a piece of bread, which you can then intinct or dip into either cup. The cup with the dark red liquid is wine. The lighter, clearer liquid is grape juice. If you're still concerned about transmission of germs, there are still individual servings in the back that rather than coming up to the front, you can just circle around to the back and get those. The body of God for the people of God.
Faithful God, in this meal you have remembered your mercy bringing heaven to earth in the body and blood of Christ. As we wait for the day when all your promises will be fulfilled, sustain us and strengthen us by this holy mystery. Guide us towards your promised future, coming to the birth of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Amen. God is the eternal word. God dwells with us in Jesus. And God holds us in the grace of the Holy Spirit. So bless you now and forever. Amen. Amen.
Christ is near. Christ be to God. I am a child of the Lord.